Hi Creepsters, welcome back. Tonight I have a very special and unique guest. Now, I know I've had a few different types of psychic mediums on the show who all did something just a little bit different than the other, but tonight I have a psychic medium, get this guys, who also does paranormal investigating, which I think is so amazing and cool and different, okay? So his name is Kevin Paul. He also has a school called the Academy of Real Magic, where he helps people unleash their psychic and medium abilities. He also does home cleansing advice, speaks at public events, conducts paranormal investigations, and more. We will be discussing everything he does on this episode. I'm not sure yet if this will be a two-part or a one-part episode, but we'll see. He has so much information and he's so passionate about what he does. And you could definitely tell in this episode, this was so amazing. His stories, you guys, are literally going to have you on the edge of your seat. They were so cool and I'm so, you know, I love psychic mediums. So to be able to have one on that can do paranormal investigating, actually, I think that's like the perfect combination of everything. If I was to have anyone do a paranormal investigation at my house, I would want it to be a psychic medium, right? Because, I mean, you get everything you need there. So with further ado, let's welcome the psychic medium and paranormal investigator, Kevin Paul. Hello. Hi, Kevin. Hi there, Indy. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing fine. So who is Kevin Paul? Kevin Paul is a psychic and medium. And the difference between a psychic and a medium is that a psychic is able to pick up on energy and information of the living. Mm-hmm. Or also of a place. So this is energy from a live person. Or when I go into a space, I can actually pick up on, you know, the past history, past experiences that happened in that space. And a medium is someone who is able to communicate with, in this case, past loved ones. Mm-hmm. Or those are what I call the spirits. Mm-hmm. Or those who have not passed on or are stuck, which which we'll call ghosts. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a psychic and medium. I'm also an educator. I like to train people with abilities to identify them, to help train them in the best possible way so that they have a great foundation mm-hmm. and they develop in a very healthy way. Wow. I'm also a, a speaker. I like to talk to organizations and folks and basically teach folks make people understand what's going on out there yeah it's i feel so like it's so that's much me in a nutshell. that's that's amazing um when did you first realize you had these abilities i remember when looking back when i was younger i remember sitting in my bed one time and for some reason started to have a conversation with my uncle who had passed 
Um, I never, I don't think I really met him. He passed maybe when I was three or four, but for some reason, I felt like I had this conversation. I felt like I need to have this conversation with this with this uncle, and I thought well, that was kind of. I didn't felt very comfortable, but I don't know. I just kind of spontaneously did that, probably at like you know eight or nine. Um, but it didn't really develop until later in life. Maybe I was like 16 or 17 when I realized, you know, there's so much more to life than what we see and experience. Mm -hmm. And I therefore went on a quest. I intuitively felt that I, I needed to kind of go figure this out Yeah. uh, because they didn't have things on television and all like they do these days. So I really had to start my own adventure um, and started reading and investigating different, you know, organizations and books and people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's how I started um, because I felt like I had some something. I knew I had something. I couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. No one told me. I didn't grow up in a family of, you know, psychic and mediums at all. So wow. basically had to you know, figure this out on my own, self-taught at the beginning. Well, usually uh, it runs in a family, right? It's... Yeah, many times it does. If you've got it in your family, just like anything with DNA, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to, some may come to you. um, And some, you may be trained early in life. I know some psychic and mediums um, had a mother, professional medium, and then she got, you know, she trained her son or her daughter from a very early age. So that's, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. That's absolutely the best of all worlds. But most people don't have that. Yeah. Or some people, luxury. some people's families just don't like to admit it either. Or they could have it, oh, but, it, yeah. you know, which I absolutely. think happens. Absolutely. Grandma had this secret that she didn't want to talk about. Yeah. When yeah. In fact, she was quite intuitive, for example. And so yeah. later in life, people thought, oh, yeah, she was kind of, she had said something. So, yes, I say it definitely, it definitely is in, in the family. But my philosophy is everyone has some amount of abilities. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, everyone can be taught to play the piano. Some people can play with one finger mm-hmm. and play the chopstick with their really you know good with two fingers yeah some people can learn to play you know a basic song some people can learn to play without looking some people are able to be really you know professional pianists mm-hmm. some become you know teachers of piano so um it you i think everyone has the ability to develop uh, it's just a matter of what is your natural ability yeah um, but i think with, with work everyone can can attain a certain level of uh abilities yeah and i'd like to i'd like to talk about abilities because people always say you know when is it that you could see Mm -hmm. um i know everyone thinks that you only have abilities if you can see a Mm -hmm. spirit which is not true Wow. Uh, i call it the clairs everyone has probably one of the clairs and this is clairvoyant Mm -hmm. meaning you can see a spirit or see the energy clairaudience is you're able to hear clairsentient means you could feel mm-hmm. um, claircognizant is you just know and then they have the taste and the smell so these are all abilities to collect and gather information 
when we're talking about somebody with abilities. So not everybody, very few people have all of them. I call those the superstars of abilities. But just like anything, this person may be really super athletic, but guess what? He or she never got trained, really never was interested in playing the game. So there's this amazing athletic person here, and they just never really developed. Um, So I find... I find that um, many times, but if people are willing to to accept their abilities, to train, because you really have to train, yeah. it's because you can see dead granny sit in the corner, mm-hmm. or uh, some kind of you know civil war, you know, ghost swooping by. It's like okay, yeah. So but, you know that's fantastic. You can see them, but can you communicate with them? Do you know how to? communicate with them do you know how to receive information do you know how you receive information from right. spirits and ghosts so there's the difference there so i have the ability to see but in my mind i don't have to see granny sitting in the corner mm-hmm. i can see her in my mind i can hear in my mind uh, either sometimes i'll get words or a sentence um, and also feeling I can feel, I can sense um, a spirit. I can sense what they're trying to say. So there's a lot of different ways we can communicate with spirit or with ghosts without having to see them. I would say if you can see them and you're doing a paranormal investigation, you can truly be, you know, frightened um, in those situations. So I'd rather not see them like seeing somebody in the corner there. I can gather enough information from all these other tools other players that i was talking about you can get tons of information amazing information um and use these as communication tools so is that's it why I like is it better for you is it almost an advantage not to physically be able to see them i think so yeah i mean for me it. especially if i'm doing like paranormal investigations yeah i don't want to have to see a ghost that wants to you know um, project itself or present itself in a way to scare me out of there because um, you know I'm yeah. in their space like yeah. okay you're going to be a 12 foot monster with green eyes okay I'm, I'm not going to see that but I'm going to sense you know a spirit who doesn't want me there yeah um, so there's some advantages and disadvantages um, with being able to see clairvoyantly um, outside of your body yeah. rather than seeing it in your mind so, do you want to go into um, your paranormal one on one? Since you're talking about like seeing ghosts and how they can present themselves to people that can physically see them, it how is that possible? So, when when you die and you become a ghost, they're able to I don't know if you would call it shape shifting, but they can make themselves appear as a different form. To people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow, that's amazing. So let me—I always like to have. You know, we all—it's all about definitions and understanding. Yeah. Um, I, the typical, and not everybody agrees on everything mm-hmm. in this field. So mm-hmm. I just put that out there. But when it comes to ghosts versus spirits, yeah, the spirits would be typically what we call those people who lived on Earth who have died and then have passed on to heaven okay. or a different dimension mm-hmm. and have moved on. They've gone into the light, so mm-hmm. to speak. Ghosts are ones 
who we're living typically. Uh, we may sometimes, we're not human, but are stuck uh, in this plane. Mm-hmm. This plane. So they haven't seen the light. They haven't gone to the light for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. So they may be, quote unquote, stuck because, number one, they didn't realize they died. Oh, wow. And number two, they don't want to go into the light and go on to heaven to a different vibration because they've got some unfinished business mm-hmm. here on earth or they want to um, protect their property because it's theirs or they want to, you know, comfort their loved ones because they feel like they need to be close. Um, so they're typically stuck in this plane mm-hmm. um, rather than going into the light and going into heaven. So mm-hmm. we have two. So the spirits have moved on. The ghosts are kind of stuck. <laughs> and when we do, when I do paranormal investigations, I'm dealing with those that are stuck or intentionally occupying a location. Uh. And so my job is to go in and identify who's there. Mm-hmm. Why are they there? And gather as much information. Um, rather than immediately trying to, you know, cleanse them out. My, yeah. my objective is to go in, just like any investigator, okay, what is here? Is First of all, is anything there? Mm-hmm. Number two, what is there? And then as a medium, is communicate. Try to gather information from the spirit. Some may not be interested in communicating at all. Mm-hmm. Some may be interested in telling their story. Some may need their, your help. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a matter of assessing the situation and with your abilities that you've developed mm-hmm. and you've practiced and you've studied, you're able to communicate and to gather the information. Well, this one is stuck. This one doesn't even know if he's, he or she's dead, for example. Oh. So you have to do an analysis when you're doing an investigation to figure out who's here or how many people or ghosts are there, figure out why they're there and then figure out a strategy either at that moment or take some time and create a strategy. Okay, how do I move these this spirit on? Yeah. If this spirit is doesn't know they're they passed, then that's one strategy. You need to let them know, you know, what's happened. Yeah. And that they are that they have passed and that they need to and you need to help them move on into the light. Mm-hmm. Or, and then they're like, okay, or some people just need to have a peer-level counseling. You basically have to counsel them to, to move on once yeah. you understand the situation. In one of my um, articles that I wrote, it's called Trapped. I talk about this spirit. Um, it says multiple spirits in this house and why, you know, why they were there. And they all were there for different reasons, so I had to come up with a strategy. Um, to figure out, okay, who do I release first? And when I do that, then mm-hmm. probably the rest will go. Yeah. Um, but I had to do the I had to do the investigation to find out who these were at these different levels. Why yeah. were they there? In their um, stories. So that's 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 the basically the my paranormal, you know, overview is is you have to you have to have done your own personal work. Yeah. To develop your abilities and to understand what your abilities are. And then, you know, you just don't willy-nilly go into any kind of space. You've got to go in with, with structure. You've got to go in with a mentor. 
if in fact that's what's calling you mm-hmm. to do investigations of those, you know, people who have passed and are stuck. Now, if we're talking about let's communicate with, you know, your past loved ones, mm-hmm. your best, you know, friends or parents or grandparents or brothers or sisters that have passed on mm-hmm. and are not stuck and have gone into the light and gone into heaven, for example, then a medium can actually do readings with, for example, if you came in for a reading, you wanted to connect with your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So that's a totally different way of communicating. Mm-hmm. I'm still using all my same abilities, but that energy is a higher energy. It's a different uh-huh. way of connecting um, because they've moved on. And, and I've read that spirits cannot communicate with ghosts. And ghosts can't communicate with spirits because they're at different vibrations. Wow. And mediums can tap in at those different vibrations once you've been trained, once you've done your homework and practice. So they're at different vibrations. So the ones that have passed on and gone to heaven um, are are definitely different. It's different. I call it cool, calm, and collected, more or less, because, you know, it's not like they're. They're traumatized and they're stuck and they're yeah. trying to defend their property or something. Get out of my house. Right. Um, they have no are, ties. The, you know, they, no, they have they have built they they are now working on developing themselves, you know, as they say when we pass on, you review your life and then you, you know, figure out what lessons you need to learn or you need yeah. to work on what where no one's really certain. But they're doing their kind of work. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out sometimes and visiting uh, and we give them an opportunity they they come through mm-hmm. a medium and we're doing a mediumship reading yeah. with a person that is so, so I have interesting. done both of those I've definitely done both of those when it comes to the paranormal um, investigations That's those that really are stuck cool. and those that have moved on um, and so, they all have different stories to tell so with with ghosts since they're basically mm-hmm. earthbound right they're, they're still here right. It, right. is there a concept of time with them like let's say you have a ghost that didn't realize that they were dead but they they passed like maybe in 1901 is there like a, mm-hmm. a concept of time to them or is it just this reoccurring like what's their reality like in time that's a good question. When we're dealing with those who have passed, mm-hmm. whether they've become ghosts or spirits, time and space no longer matter. Mm-hmm. No longer matter. So it's not like, yeah, I've been here forever. Yeah. They don't understand. I don't. I don't get a sense that they understand. It. My God, it's been a hundred years. Yeah. They don't understand that. What they typically understand is, you know, they've been there, and they can interact or they can see things are changing mm. um, but I, I, don't, I don't know I just know that they don't sit there and go God I've been here for 120 years Yeah. so uh, it's just time and, and space um, are, are so different than what, the way we uh, interact with it so no they're not, a, they're, they're not aware that oh my, I've been gone for 200 years what? You know, I don't get a sense that they're aware of that at all. That's so interesting. How do spirits, and I would guess ghosts too since they're separate, how do they contact you 
or do you usually contact them when you're in a session okay. or when you're that's on a, investigation? That's a great question. It depends on the, the, the medium. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I'm not, I basically, um, when it's time for me to work, mm -hmm. I call it working, I open up. It's okay, I'm, I'm uh -huh. ready to work. Yeah. And then that's when I can communicate and contact. Um, some people are walking around in life always open. And so they will be, you know, um, bothered by, um, contacted by spirits or ghosts, you know, any time of the day or night. Wow. Um, that so sounds exhausting. That. It's a, it can be exhausting. There's nothing like someone, you know, tapping you on the shoulder all the time, like, what? Mm -hmm. What? Like, you know, you just, I, I'm a bit more disciplined, mm -hmm. um, so I'm more closed than when it's time to work. Okay, I'm safe. I open myself up and then I start to work. Um, so it just depends on who you are and how you've been trained. Mm -hmm. And I always like to train my students if I find that they're empathic and always open, I've got to teach them to close yeah. until it's time to open because it's too exhausting. Why are you being bothered with, you know, contact when, you know, when you're not in a good space, uh, good mind frame or, mm -hmm. or whatever to, to receive the information because it really is, you know, special work. Yeah. I say when we do this. So I always teach my students if they're wide open to close. And when it's time, you open up with intention, intention to communicate. Uh, so um, for me, I'm always basically close until I open. And when I open, that's when I then use these, my abilities, my clairsentience, mm -hmm. clairaudient, clairvoyant abilities to gather the information. So that's, it's not like I'm walking around and like, oh, Look, there's yeah. you know, that's a dead person behind that person. No, that's not the way because I've shut down. It's it's a bit too exhausting. Uh, it takes a lot. Of, it takes a lot of energy yeah. from people who are always open because they're trying to process the stuff. They're they're getting a sensation like, oh God, is that me? Or you know, so it's, yeah. that's, that's not a healthy way of doing the paranormal. It's, is you need to be closed um, until you're ready to work. And if, in fact, you're being bothered by spirits, there are techniques to close off. You know, some people bothered in their bedrooms. So I wrote an article about scared to sleep. Here's oh. a tool to, you know, cast a circle of protection uh, with an intention wow. in bed. So it's all about protecting yourself if you're not disciplined enough to say, okay, I'm closed. Nothing's going to bother me. I don't want anyone to bother me. Yeah. So I'm ready to open and work. That's really great. Um, hopefully to the listeners out there that do have these abilities that, you know, are, are new to it and don't know how to control it, they should contact you for that. Yeah, check out my website and, and read a couple of the articles. And my whole, um, I, what I like to do is I like to educate people. Yeah. And to train people because, you know, why miss out on all these amazing abilities? I right. like to on-demand abilities. I like to teach people on-demand abilities rather than going, you know, I was thinking about so-and-so, and then they called me. It's like, oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> a form of you picked up on ESP. This is all part of, I call the paranormal world. So I like to teach students 
to do this on demand. Yeah. And rather than just being, you know, a drive-by. That was an interesting one. It's, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Okay, great. Yeah. So that's wonderful. We've all had that. Now, how about if you can do it on demand? Right. So that's what I like to teach people. That's so amazing. And when you are in contact with spirits, you said that you are able to see them in your mind. Is it like their preference of how they want you to see them in your mind? <clears throat> or like how do, do they come differently? Or how does that work? It depends, uh, of course, like all of this stuff. It depends. Like sometimes when I'm communicating with someone's past loved ones in a mediumship reading, yeah. um, their mother will want to present herself much younger than yes, what she I've was when she that. was older. Like, who wants to look like that? Yeah. You know? so she'll come back and present. I see a younger woman. She's presenting herself as a younger woman. And, I'll, mm -hmm. and I'll describe her. Part of when I do readings is called evidential mediumship. So with dealing with past loved ones, I'm going to give you as much evidence as I can mm -hmm. um, so that you know I actually have your mother. I want to paint back a reunion um, and bring her personality back. Mm -hmm. And that's my job using my abilities to gather that information. So yes, sometimes they'll present themselves younger and I'll get a sense I, this woman is presenting herself younger and this is the way she looked when she was about 35 and I'll describe her and I'll either see her or feel and be able to give a description from either feeling it or sensing it uh, or seeing it so um, it just depends but many times I'll say okay tell me how you passed so I can mm -hmm. gather this evidence when I'm doing a reading mm -hmm. so I will get you know everything from what they look like, who they are, mm -hmm. what their relationship is to you, what's a shared experience, how they passed, and, you know, anything else that might pop up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they can definitely present themselves differently. And ghosts can present, the ones that are stuck here, they can present themselves any way they want. And the more they figured out how to, to manipulate that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you get the ones that are like, oh, my God, this one had horns, and this is what I saw when I was little, you know. So, yeah, they can certainly, and they'll present them to themselves in a way, if their objective is to get you out of their space, mm -hmm. they're going to scare you. They want to scare you. Like, you know, like you want to get somebody out, you'll scare them out. And you realize you can do that. You realize, oh, I can present myself. I can tap into their mind mm -hmm. and understand what scares them the most. So guess what? I'm going to show them what scares them the most when in fact it's, it's a feeble old man who's an angry old bastard from you know the 1800s he was on this property and he this is this is what he you know built this place he built and he has really felt like this is his his, his forever so so yeah. he's like basically just haunting it can ghosts physically harm you I say very, I mean, I understand. I've never been pushed, scratched. But I know if there, if a ghost has developed some abilities, they can interact with um, the living. Mm -hmm. um, the more sensitive you are, the more you pick up on that. Like, they can make you afraid. They can um, give you anxiety without you even realizing it. Like, all of a sudden, you, like, you know... Always, sometimes I understand that they can push. This whole being able to 
physically, you know, manhandle us or push or close door. That takes a lot of energy and, and attempt. They are much better at doing electricity and kind of maybe interacting with electricity. But the, the whole thing of picking things up and moving, that's rare. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of energy. And many times when I, my first investigation was supposedly things that moved in the house. When once I got there, I realized there are no ghosts here. What it is, it's the living person energy which is adversely affecting the environment it's called a poltergeist wow. poltergeist is when a poltergeist is when someone especially some um, someone with emotional issues or traumatizing life and especially if they're younger yeah um, they, they can affect the physical elements in in a house they can make things fly off the shelf they can make a bottle of water go across the room you know Wow. Um, they can make a drawer open up. That is the human energy, uh, which is spewing out for a variety of reasons. Usually, someone's with emotional trauma, or they're young um, and they have emotional trauma, or they're super hyperactive and they're 13. You know, they—that's typically where their energy is shooting out and and somehow manipulating, you know, things in a in a room and things fly off and things fall off or a door opens or all that kind of stuff so that would be a poltergeist experience and that was my first um, experience with investigation but typically ghosts cannot do that um, unless they have developed it pretty strong but that's I see that a very small percentage usually they're just going to try to present themselves but if you don't have the ability to see you're not clairvoyant you're not going to see them trying to be a you know twelve foot monster. Yeah. You have to have ability to perceive ghosts in your house, uh, and like I said, everyone has some abilities. Yeah. So, what are your abilities? Will tell me how you may or may not perceive, you know, a ghost in a house. You know, I can't see, so I'm not going to be scared going into a house because. I'm not going to see the twelve foot monster. Yeah, that's but actually will, so. Yeah. You have the you have the best of both worlds. <laughs> I I guess. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's harder for me to describe that that energy. Um, yeah. Versus like, oh yeah, but you know, if he's presenting himself as a twelve foot something blob or scary something, then okay, yeah, but that's not who's behind that. My objective is to to see who who it, it really is. Yeah, who is it? Is it a you know an eighty-seven year old man who lived in the eighteen hundreds and he built this property, and he, he this was his domain and yeah. he's proud of it and he doesn't want to leave it. Yeah. Um. So he's here to protect it from everybody else. So I've seen all of that happen. So the, the whole thing with the poster guys, that's really interesting. It's so cool that that was your your first paranormal investigation. I know. I was so I was so annoyed. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to see you guys. I'm ready to see you know, quote unquote, see you guys. Yeah. Experience something, and then I got like, oh, shit, it's just it's just this person. And once I, I was so the person. Is it something that's intentional, but they just don't realize it? Like, is it like a... No, they're not doing it intentionally at all. Wow. Um, I mean, she, she thought she was, you know, it was something external. When in fact, it was her own scattered energy. And we're not sure how, you know, energy science can't measure any of this. Yeah. But somehow, her emotional trauma that she's lived with yeah. has 
somehow she was it was just spewing out and maybe some who knows but some it was not a ghost it was her energy poltergeist energy which was manipulating um, some objects making some things move or what she felt was moving so it wasn't like you know she was ducking water bottles in her apartment or yeah. something but uh, um, she felt that things were moving or doors would open when in fact she was doing that without you know realizing she was doing that is that more common is it more common than most people think to experience that have you witnessed I, I you know, that's good I don't know about the statistics on that but there are a lot of poltergeist activities going on that people are misinterpreting that's for sure mm-hmm. um, and there are also some real you know spirits that are stuck out there it's a combination no one's really done any research on what percentage more poltergeist or less but mm-hmm. i would have to go and assess the situation what kind of people are living in the house mm-hmm. what are their ages what's going on with them yeah what's the activity you know and then me opening up when it's time okay what can i pick up here that's Who wants really to talk? cool and sometimes they'll run i'll have a ghost that no, not talking. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I, can't, I yeah. can't get some information from you. So a little bit of everything there, but it's hard to tell. If, if there's, there's definitely poltergeist activity going on around the world. Yeah. And there's also real life, you know, quote-unquote haunting uh, or just spirits that are stuck. Yeah. But as to which is more, that's a good question. That's I don't think so anyone cool. knows. Yeah, that's so interesting. So spiritual warfare. I actually had another psychic medium that I interviewed, and she also did like a aerial view. And we were we got on a subject of uh, just being a human in society. She mentioned how when we're younger, if we were taught about different things spiritually that a lot of us well all of us would be more prepared to accept our gifts throughout life and that we go that there's so many energies around us every day in everyday life that um we don't realize whether it's like ghosts that you know put things in our mind to give us anxiety what is your take on spiritual warfare uh, just in everyday life, like a, just a, a normal person that, let's say, for instance, I live in New York City, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you can be having a, a great day and you go to work and you're around different energies, whether it's like living people or ghost what are mm-hmm. some things that can protect you from certain energies that aren't yours people who are super empathic always open mm-hmm. versus me with you know closed door yeah uh, until i'm ready to open so i do have students who are empathic and they do go out for their work they can't go to the mall they can you know yeah. because they are inundated with I never heard it called spiritual warfare, but um, I would call it someone who's empathic, always open, basically a SpongeBob yeah. out there, and they're just receiving. Um, they're able to pick up without realizing yeah. other people's emotions, other people's state of mind, mm-hmm. and sometimes these errant ghosts that are just you know stuck stuck around. Um, 
he will absorb them and, and many these people feel like I'm so exhausted I'm yeah. depressed all of a sudden I'm depressed all of a sudden I'm anxious but I'm I'm not you know I don't know why I need to be anxious yeah you know, they, what they're doing is they're absorbing as an empath which mm. means you're always open mm-hmm. you're you're basically SpongeBob walking around, taking in everybody's state of mind, mm-hmm. emotions, especially if they're negative, mm-hmm. they're easier to absorb for some reason. Yeah. Um, so those are people who are empaths, and, and I understand you go out and they'll go into an antique store and they'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't stand this place because what they're doing is they're just absorbing all the residual energy that is stuck in the furniture uh, it's not like they're all these old people you know dead people and <laughs> the energy is in the object and so an empath is since they're a spongebob mm. they're absorbing everything in a room in an antique uh, store in a mall at a party they're just going to be without realizing it absorbing so if people call that spiritual warfare i'd say you're wide open you're absorbing you need to learn to close yeah um, before you so i teach my students uh, a little trick on how to to close i was, i'd like to give my my students tools and tricks to uh, to maneuver life uh, safely and you know with, with happiness so yeah. the first way that i talk with empath to protect yourself like if you're someone who goes out, you can't go out in public because somehow you're just adversely affected by the energy, mm-hmm. um, and you're not sure what what that means. But you just don't feel good. You're totally exhausted. It's too overwhelming. You you know. So I say, okay, what you do before you leave your house, or you get out of your car, mm-hmm. you make an intention in your mind. You close your your eyes for a moment. Take a deep breath and say to yourself, either out loud or in my in your mind, I am now going to cast a circle, a bubble around me. I'm going to be in this bubble mm-hmm. of protection. In this bubble of protection, no one's energies or no energies can enter my bubble. It's a one-way mirror bubble, which means I can see out, mm-hmm. but... Everything else that someone could to look at me, their energy would be, you know, with them. They're yeah. going to keep their own energy. It's going to come right back at them. And so therefore, I'm going to keep myself protected in this bubble. And I get a one, you know, like a one-way mirror. Some people could say, oh, you know, golden white light or white light. I don't care. Just intention is make sure that that is your protective bubble yeah. and your intention is no energy can can uh, come through it right. so i'm going to walk into this mall this party my office and be protected mm-hmm. from energy which is not mine and then inhale exhale and say to yourself you know know that this is true just know it and then move on with your day and if you feel like you need to re-energize that protective bubble mm-hmm. white light or clear with a one-way mirror around it um and do that but that's how it's a really easy trick for empaths to to deal with well i guess someone called spiritual warfare yeah. which is you absorbing energy that's not yours you yeah. do not need to be doing that so this is a, a quick and easy technique that i like to teach uh, my students when it comes if they're empathic 
no, that's something I don't need to do because I'm naturally close. Yeah. Um, so some people, you just have to get evaluated. You have to understand. But it's certainly an easy trick. It doesn't cost anything to put yourself in a bubble. Yeah. And you can practice. Maybe you can fortify your bubble a different way. Maybe you have a different way of fortify, fortifying your protective bubble. Yeah. Um, so you have to play with it. You have to what works best with you because it's you, your energy, the way your mind works. But start with some kind of protection every time you go out into a public space. If in fact you're one of those people who, you know, feel like you're they're just being, you know, attacked by yeah. errant energy or energy from others or you know spirits that are doing a drive by or a ghost that are doing drive by to, you know, tap into you or trying yeah. to get your attention because you're super sensitive. You have a lot of untapped abilities and they, they realize, oh man, this one can probably see me. I need her help. I need this help. Right. Um, so you can protect yourself um, from that. Uh, just pretend like, you know, you're a, a famous movie star. Those, those movie stars, you know, don't want to go out in public because they're going to be hounded for pictures and autographs and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, this is one way of doing it. It's just, they quietly move through life. Yeah. They have protection around them when they move through. So in this case, we're doing it for energy, right. for empathic. So put, put the intention out there with some kind of protection. And mine goes with the, the bubble. That's awesome. Does that, make, does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. You So you are the third psychic medium I've interviewed, and you all have similar uh, answers, but different mm-hmm. at the same time. So the, you, the, the protection of the bubble is very, very great because just like any place with New York, you know, so many people here. I've, I learned I was an empath a long time ago, but mm-hmm. just being on the train alone in the morning is really overwhelming. Um, yeah. So that's the perfect time to sit in that train and go, you know, force fields up, whatever your process <laughs> is of yeah. protection. You can make it a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but, but to know that your intention to protect yourself is the key magical component of protection. Yeah. Your intention. Your intention. And then the other part of the magical formula is you have to have confidence that it'll work. If you don't, you've just undercut your magical intention. Uh, of protection you're like oh is it really gonna work or not you have to have the intention and confidence and then you've got a perfect magical formula that's real magic right yeah that's amazing other than spirits and ghosts what other supernatural things have you encountered i have not seen a ufo but i've been told by ufo experts who study the field it's all basically the same. Mm-hmm. Just, this is, I can't figure that one out. But I have not seen UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah. I communicate with the... I, okay, supernatural. Or You said supernatural, right? Yeah. What was the word you used? Supernatural. I, or if there's any other type of... Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I, have, I have learned and I teach my students how um, to manifest, how to create, how to use your mind to create what you want in life. That's mm-hmm. one of the oldest forms of magic mm-hmm. or magical abilities. Mm-hmm. So that's something I, I have used all my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is how to create what I want in life, how to get what I want in life. Um, so that's certainly a skill that yeah. you have to learn. It, some people know oh, the, po- you know, the power of positive thinking. You know, there's hundreds of ways of doing it, but it's, it's all about manifesting what you want yeah. in life rather than, you know, and I always tell people, thoughts are things. Careful what you think about. Careful what you obsess about. Careful what you fear because mm. the universe doesn't know the difference between good and bad. Ah. Um, and fear and desire has no, just, these are human emotions, human concepts. Uh, the universe will just bring to you what you're obsessing about. Wow. Obsessing either with desire, obsessing with fear, you're going to bring it to yourself. So I teach people how to develop the proper way to manifest what you want in life. That's really that's so important. Yeah, that's so important what you said about the universe not knowing a difference. Um, I think a lot of people aren't aware of that. I wasn't aware of that. So No, no, we're not. We're not. They don't teach this in school. Oh, wow. That's know. really awesome. So, so it's like these are some of the things, you know, I call them magical abilities. That's why I call my, my coaching program, you know, this the Academy of Real Magic. Yeah. Because this is all, I call this whole, all this area, this paranormal field, real magic. Yeah. Rather than magic you see on the stage. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome and important to know. What has your amazing abilities led you to do, for example, have you ever had an investigation with like detectives on like finding missing people or um, what are some of the cool people uh, you've met throughout your journey? Okay. I have only practiced doing psychic investigations or investigations. Um, mm-hmm. I've never worked with the police, and we've learned um, is that you, if you're a psychic or a medium, whether trained or untrained, you just don't go up to the police. And, you know, when you've read something, it's I've got a lead. Yeah. No, you you do not do that. So that's a no-no. I have not done. I have done this kind of work before, um, missing persons, uh, but not with the police. I've done it with. Um, just practicing and you know part of developing is practicing these new things so I have worked with missing persons but mm-hmm. on one-on-one like for the uh. family and and in class we've taken uh, cases and been given a photo of the person and mm-hmm. said okay put together a profile yeah um, and the team that comes up with the most correct answers wins you know and so we're doing it so we're learning how to do it we're learning how to gather the information yeah. um so i have done that just a little bit um i forgot the question i get so oh so what yeah no problem <laughs> what are some other really cool people that you've met throughout your journey uh, okay. i have um i mean through my psychic medium experiences mm-hmm. yeah. i'd say the most the most amazing thing and, and this is something you don't realize until you get into it mm-hmm. is the healing that you can provide people when you're doing reading yeah i mean i didn't realize you know thought, oh i can give nice messages but in fact the messages that sometimes spirits you know are providing are providing healing for this person yeah on the other you know on the other end of the phone because i do readings over the phone or in person yeah um they'll come with an apology they'll come with an explanation they'll come with you know it's just such a healing 
um, element to this work. Yeah. You know, some people call it a ministry of healing. And like, and it's true. It's, you don't realize that you're really being helpful yeah. uh, to people. If you're investigating a home and, a, and the home, the people in the home are, have these crazy natural abilities and being affected, you know, you're, you know, teaching them about themselves and how to clean their space and mm-hmm. make their lives easier, helping empaths uh, get control of all their, you know, the external energy coming in and affecting them or dealing with somebody whose mother finally has apologized to them. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really quite amazing. I, I get so much out of this healing yeah. um, benefit from all this work. Is, mm-hmm. is That's what's been shocking to me. And I've met, you know, people from, I've been doing this, I've done this all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Everyone, all everyone's basically the same. They all have lived and grown and had wonderful parents or bad parents, and mm-hmm. lost friends, and um, wanted to hear from a child. I did one that had, you know, their child passed away mm-hmm. um, in August, and you know, three years old. Boom. Wow. And so what beautiful. happened is, a, the grandmother brought this child in through this reading. Because I don't like to read, you know, a three-year-old's going to come in. I'm not going to, the child's not going to be able to communicate at a level yeah. that I, I want, I want, you know, adult to bring the child in and yeah. then get the impression. So, and they're just, you know, teary-eyed on the other side and trying to understand. And I'm finding out this child is always going to be around them, Aww. is what she was saying. Um, and she was quite a little funny little girl and a trickster almost and <laughs> played it was just funny and sad all but it gave they were telling me it gave them such warmth and healing yeah um, in that situation or a son whose whose parents have come to apologize for wow. being such bad parents or being abusive the father being abusive to this you know, it was just i mean i just can't make this up yeah i'm just sitting gathering the information and i'm realizing wow, the person is crying yeah. on the other end of the phone because it's touched them. I've been able to, to bring closure to mm-hmm. them. Or not me. I'm just a medium. I'm basically just basically the, the interviewer and the interpreter and just yeah. passing it on. It's really the uh, their past loved one reaching out and trying, you know, and feel like they need to make, you know, an apology or they want to say that they're proud of them. It's just, it's just amazing work. Yeah. Um, when I'm doing it, and something I didn't realize the impact of this work when I started. But I'll be fun if he goes. I don't know. I had met the really cool abilities, and I thought, oh, yeah. wait a minute. I, Kevin, you need to you need to do some more training and to develop. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, ah, you can impact people's lives many different ways. Yeah. In, in such in good ways, and so that's that's probably been the most amazing amazing thing and it has to be yeah it has to be so fulfilling for you to to know that you have this purpose to really kind of change the direction of people's thinking and their lives because people hold so much grief or regret or just anything with with death and the passing of people so the fact that you could be literally the middle person to kind of translate it's, I'm, a, it's, I'm amazed I was I can't do that kind of level of work yeah. like this is is this real and yeah. in fact doing so many readings 
there's no end no any of this information but it just comes through and the evidence comes through and the person on the other end of the line is like yep that's you got it yeah the most interesting one is when i try to find out like how do they die because you need to get some evidence you yeah. know i don't want to say oh this part and then i get this woman who's well i think if this is your your grandmother from your father's side and she she passed about late 60s and i kind of described and i said and i asked her in my mind okay then how did you pass um and she said to me um my head was on fire Wow. And I thought to myself, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. I like, Did I just make this up? Yeah. So, and I realized the way I received it is the way I receive information from spirit. So I said, okay, I'm going to just let the, the sitter know this is what I got. And yeah. I said on the other line, well, I'm sorry, but she told me, and I don't understand it, she said the way she passed was her head was on fire. And the woman said, oh, you absolutely got my grandmother. I said, can you explain? She said, mm-hmm. Sure. She said uh, she was shot in the head by the Mexican cartel. Oh, my God. Wow. You can't make this stuff up. Wow. That is how I perceived this woman explaining how she passed. And then yeah. she came with an apology. Uh, ultimately, she came with an apology saying she took responsibility for what happened. Wow. Because she was telling somebody in the room, don't give it to him or whatever. And the you know, Mexican cartel like wrong answer. Boom. Wow. So it's amazing things have happened. Yeah. Um, and no one ever realized, you know, um, mm. what this person had to say after they had passed. Yeah. That's so, that's so amazing. Uh, let's see what's, we have just a few more questions. Where mm-hmm. this is actually going to be. Talk all day <laughs> Me too. It's so fascinating. Okay, so do you ever have contact with pet spirits? You know, I know, I know people who that's what they specialize in. Mm-hmm. I have had a couple of pets pop through, and for me, <laughs> I, I since I don't see with my mind, I don't see it externally. I'm not going to see a dog, but in my mind. I will either see an ant, a dog, mm-hmm. but I don't know breeds, so I'm really bad at saying, "Oh, well, this is a, you know, a Mexican right. collie with you yeah. know, I, like this is a medium-sized dog." Or sometimes I'll get a male energy that's just one time just jumping and jumping and jumping. Uh, but, wait a minute, do I have a boy? I thought <laughs> I have this boy here who's just jumping. He does not. It's not saying anything. Uh, I said I get. I then said this. I get this male energy, this young male energy that keeps jumping. And jumping and jumping, and the woman started crying. I'm like, oh, oh. shit, what did I say? And it was her dog. She had recently lost this dog, uh, this male dog, young dog, always was jumping on her and jumping on her. And you know, I was just like, oh, so that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I do it unintentionally. I, I've gotten a couple of animals come through, and I really do need to do some practice. And I've got a couple of books on. Uh, you know how to really develop that yeah. because I'm not I'm not an animal person. I didn't grow up really with animals, so mm-hmm. I'm not in tune with them. But they have come through, and they are powerful um, when they do for these pet owners. I didn't realize that you know it's just like a loved one. Yeah. So you know they're like yeah. So I'm like wow. Yeah. I need to I need to, I need to get cracking on on really refining that. But yeah, I have had them come unintentionally. That's and to so me, cool. it's just this really weird energy um, that just doesn't really communicate like words to me, but yeah. just this, a sense of 
it was just it's just weird so i gotta do my homework on that one that's so cool yeah i i i'm a pet person i love animals mm -hmm. um but i I haven't had anyone on that can connect with them. The psychic medium, the other psychic mediums I had on too, they were like, I've had some, the one she had a a dog come through and she wanted mm -hmm. to let her owner know that she didn't like the name that she gave her. <laughs> and, but that was yeah, like, like, well, that's nice. <laughs> that's late now, yeah. Um, so that yeah, was, it's, cool. it's, it's a specialty field. It's yeah. a specialty field with psychic and mediums because the psychic dog reader could talk to your living dog yeah get, you know, impressions or information <laughs> the medium be able to pick up on um those who have passed and i always yeah. say you know um a medium is always a psychic a psychic is not always a medium ah. they could be they could be told but if you're a medium you're definitely a psychic right that that but makes if you're sense. psychic that does not mean you're a, medium. you're a medium it really takes practice and there's amazing training programs, and the best one in the world is what I call Hogwarts in England. It's um, it's a college. Wow. Um, that's that's in England that looks like Downton Abbey kind of a house. Uh -huh. You know, it's full of magical people, abilities, and that's all they teach. Um, so, so yeah, you can you can learn all sorts of things out there. That's uh, in so formal cool. classrooms, you can do one-on-one -on -one training like I do. Uh, online training all sorts of stuff but that, that's something that you really you know need to practice that yeah i realized i got to do my own work there that's so interesting what was the best experience that you've had with a spirit or a ghost oh the best experience i had with a spirit the best i mean most satisfying yeah um you mean like a paranormal investigation? Um, either one, either with a spirit, a spirit during like a, a session with a loved one, or during the paranormal investigation where you help someone cross over. Right. I I say I give you a quick one when doing a reading. When you know you've like had a stellar reading, is when you've painted them back to life, and that person feels them again yeah that's when i you know that i've had a few that you know you just, it's just so easy and this spirit was real simple and mm -hmm. comfortable to talk with and i was able to paint them back to life and and bring a reunion back to them uh, from their grandfather mm -hmm. that they hadn't seen since 1968 for example wow. so that's that those are always satisfying um when dealing with readings and the paranormal the most interesting was probably one that um, it, I wrote about called Trapped, where um, this active spirit, this African-American slave, um, had, was, had trapped a slave owner in the basement and his family in the second floor. And he basically was the warden in the house, wow. trapping their energies. Um, <laughs> In that house, which is a new house, but it was on the property of this because we were driving around and saw the graves the next day of, you know, slaves. Wow. Oh, this is where this is where it came from. So what I had to do, and I pretty good sometimes in getting names, mm -hmm. was able to get this this slave's name, mm -hmm. um, former slave's name, and and then basically did some peer level counsel. Why are you here? What are you doing? And and in short. Um, I was able to 
by understanding his intentions, why he was there, mm-hmm. was able to release him and move him on. And the other ones were able to be released as well and cleared uh, that house. Wow. So um, that, was, that was really satisfying is to be able to, to understand, why are you here? What was your intention? Yeah. And let me explain to you how important it is to forgive but not to forget. You know, and just going on like you were doing, kind of counseling. Sometimes yeah. it requires counseling. So that was very satisfying and that all these spirits were released. And, uh, and the reasons why I wrote in the article, um, I don't want to bore everybody now, but it was very satisfying to clear that house. Because yeah. literally the person there is super, he's one of my students now, he's super amazing abilities. Wow. Uh, where he can actually see spirits, um, you know, externally yeah. rather than in his mind. Um, and that's about it right now. So he's, he's learning to develop all these other ones and then learning how to protect himself and his house. Wow. So that was satisfying is to release them um, after I understood why they were there. Yeah. Why, you know, why the situation? Why are you trapping all these other spirits here? Wait, oh, no, so I'm, I'm going to read that article and advise all the listeners to read it, but just for um, the purpose of this episode, just to get it clear. So this this um, former slave trapped, he trapped basically the, what, like the slave master and other spirits? The slave master <gasps> wow. in the basement and I, his family Above. So he was like in the middle floor, and he, he basically imprisoned the, the spirits um, above and below his level. Oh my gosh, I cannot I I wait know. to I, read this. This is amazing. I was like, what the hell is going on? It took me a second, and then I was like, oh. Wow. Okay. That's... Now I get it. But I had to go into each level and try to tap into those spirits. Yeah. Um, and say, so, okay, what's your story? It's like an interviewer, you know, like yeah, like a news, you know, a, a reporter going in trying to understand what's going on. Okay, what's going on here? So you're and that's like what a, a paranormal investigator does without equipment, just ye- wow, you know, you're my abilities. Wow. So do you do you use any equipment at all, or is it literally just you? Yes, I use my body and my and my abilities as my equipment. That's because if I were to use other equipment. Like, okay, blip, I get a, oh, I think, you know, I'm getting a blip here of some energy. I'm yeah. Like, okay, I don't need that to tell me because, okay, so what? We know we have something here. The most important thing is what is here, who is here, why they are here, and then I can understand how we can make them go. Wow. We, we can either force them out yeah. or convince them to leave or whatever it is but yeah these these you know these instruments yeah they're fascinating it fascinates me you know you, you can get these ghost box that can sometimes they'll get a, a voice you know one letter or yeah. one name you know hi yeah. hey you're like okay that's yeah. wonderful i can right. get more information exactly with my trained abilities yeah which takes training it takes training let me tell you you just can't say Oh, you were born with abilities. Okay, great. But you really have to do the training. Right. Just like a good athlete, just like a good pianist. That's amazing. You know, to really be really good at it. Yeah. So, yeah, we have to put in the work, folks. We have to put the homework in. That that is so amazing. Uh, What do you think about ancestors and how are they important to us as humans, our ancestors and our bloodline, and after they Um, pass on? 
mostly when they pass, right? Is what yeah. you're talking about when they pass yeah. and how they in, how they interact. Mm-hmm. I'd say if they were really close to you, many times they'll either be your, one of your guardian angels. Yeah, they could either come by when you know as needed if you need them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking out for you. They're hanging out. They're trying to protect you, inspire you. Um, mm. Loved ones that have a real deep connection I find many times are doing those kind of activities yeah. they're not always hanging around mm-hmm. um, unless they're a guardian angel then they're more around versus you know as needed basis so this will come in if they really feel that they can help you and they help you by inspiring you or somehow protecting uh, you in these yeah. weird situations on a mobile accident somehow you know you survive this you know this crazy you felt like you were lit you know they, there's all sorts of things that I understand have happened, but that's how I say ancestors, besides providing you the DNA, who mm-hmm. you are, uh, can become guardian angels, or provide inspiration, um, can give you, you know, moments of comfort and, yeah. and, and help when you need it. That's what I have found with ancestors. And if they go further, further back, if they really, I just don't, I feel if they don't have a really strong emotional contact mm-hmm. or connection with you. When you were alive, then, you know, I don't see that they're just, like, hanging out to, to help you. Yeah. Um, because they really don't know you as that emotional. They have their own, you know, loved ones that they had an emotional contact with. And they typically have all passed, so they're all up there. Yeah. Hanging out, having fun, I guess. Um, and then we've got those things called spirit guides mm-hmm. or guides, guardian angels, that are not part of your family or ancestors and mm-hmm. and and so it's like okay these are these are you know higher rational you know spirits who are there to help and guide and inspire you as well they mm-hmm. can be either part of your ancestor team or mm-hmm. these are people that are just outside of your ancestors that have been quote-unquote assigned to you at birth and people say sometimes one is always assigned to you at birth I mean, who knows, but people, you know, call on spirit guides, you know, all the time or go and get readings to find out who the spirit guides are. And that's all great. And the key is they're there to help you. It's basically you have a team Mm -hmm. of past loved ones and spirit guides that help inspire, protect, and guide you. And I always say, ask them, ask them to help guide you. Yeah. Give you some information, help you on your journey. Yeah. Safely. So that's that's why I would say you know it's it's wonderful to to know names, but to just know uh, they're there. It's your team. It's your team on the other side to help you. So, right. Um, and don't even get into past lives because you know that's a whole different topic. Oh yes, that you know what that was actually one of the important questions I forgot to to mention. But I have a feeling we'll have another episode that could be on yeah. that because past it's, it's a lot. Do yeah. you do you do that? Do you have a session with like past life regression? I have not. I have not been trained in it, and I you know I have my opinion about that. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I have not. You really have to be trained in how to to do that, how to connect with it, and how to um, deliver the message. But the key is, okay, when I'm being a medium, I want to provide evidence so that yeah. you know I have so. I can tell you, you know, I don't know how many people were the Queen of Sheba out 
there who told yeah. me they were, you know, yeah. Cleopatra. I'm like, for all the real Cleopatras, please sit down. <laughs> many of you. So it's like, okay, that's a whole discussion. And I know mm-hmm. that people are really into it and people yeah. who provide that service. But everyone has their own opinion about stuff. It's like, okay, we're living our lives now. Okay, it's interesting to know about what happened. Maybe yeah. that you were Cleopatra. Yeah. Um, but how is that affecting you? Oh, that makes me, you know, there's so much to talk about on that. But yeah. I said, let's put less importance. My point is, let's put less importance on that and more importance on the you now. And this yeah. life and developing you and you yeah. being the best, most powerful, empowered spirit on this earth. Yeah. That makes That's a lot of sense. Why do you think being and having your abilities as a psychic medium, mentor, and paranormal investigation important to humankind? I find what's important is that um, increasing awareness and education, mm-hmm. developing and writing development and healing to our fellow man is really important and, and powerful and meaningful. Mm-hmm. Being able to give to others to help them develop and then ultimately give to others. It's about all helping each other out in life. Yeah. And this is just one way and one form of doing it. Um, in the seen and unseen world, um, counseling is great for people. If they need mm-hmm. to go to see a counselor, if they need to go to the doctor, this is just one element of healing and making you understand and help you on your journey help yeah. you figure out what your journey and adventure is in life and making sure your toolkit has all the right tools you need to manifest what you want careful what your self-talk is yeah you know, all these things to make you the best so that you know we can get through this life um the best way we can it's never going to be perfect and that's right. the whole purpose of it but the key is to learn from those mistakes so that's what i It's basically life coaching um, with different skills. That's basically what it is. It's like life coaching and I feel like, you know what I think? And I love doing it. Yeah, I I feel like um, counselors and medium, psychic mediums should come together and it should be like a package deal. Like I feel like if you're going to be, (laughs) because it makes so much sense, you understand the person and their history and and mm-hmm. in what's going on so in all cases i think if anything you are a psychic medium counselor because you really do help people with all types of oh, things they're out, they are they are out there and, and many traditional counselors are and they call themselves intuitives or they'll pick they know they're picking up on them so they yeah. they are using it some are well-trained psychic mediums in doing counseling yeah. so they're out there they typically, they may or may not advertise that way, but yeah. a lot of them naturally are um, doing it without either realizing, are they doing it, realizing it, or they're doing it with intention. So they definitely are out there, and, and I have met some that, that do that work, but it's definitely not something you can get a degree in and put it on your right. you know, profile and you know, in a professional medical mm-hmm. environment. But they're out there, and they're the best ones, I think. That's so we tapped in at many different levels. Exactly. Because an empath, you know, when you have an empath coming in, it's like, okay, let's talk about your childhood 
No, she's dealing with she's SpongeBob right now. She's, <laughs> or Sponge Betty. Yeah. We got to get that under control first. It's not right. traumatized. It's, it may have been, but let's do some other things. Yeah, so. that's so true. That's so true. That it's amazing. I'm so happy that you were able to be on this show. Um, me too. Thank you for having me. Yes. I love to talk about this stuff, as you can tell. I don't know. Yeah, if it's or not. Yeah, like no, it's amazing. This is your passion, and you could you could tell through this interview, and you dropped some really key gems for people to kind of absorb and soak in, and you know put in their everyday lives um so with oh, the good. yeah so may, this may be two shows in one because i've talked so much i'm sorry about that no it's oh it's okay <laughs> like I, you know i actually had a tarot card reader <laughs> she was mm -hmm. on the show and we talked for like two hours she had so much information like her mom was a witch she grew she it was a, a family line of witches and she was oh, just right right that's oh great. my god she had so much I'm information I, didn't have, I don't have the family line but i had to do my own work i'm a self-made that's i <laughs> think that's so amazing you. to, to show you that you don't have to have the lineage to yeah develop your abilities exactly everyone has some abilities exactly it's all in like uh i've heard that it's basically like a muscle you just have to train yes and that's what they say in, in one of my classes work the muscle yeah that's so work awesome. the muscle just like anything in life it's well, a skill you have to have proper training yeah you have desire you have to be willing to put in the, the practice and you'll be amazed at the results that is so awesome well i will be booking a session with you soon and hopefully take some of your classes because oh yes it's definitely it's definitely online it's, it's yeah. on with your scheduling to help develop people to, you know, once you understand what your goals are, some people don't want to be professional mediums, mm -hmm. uh, but some people want to learn to be able to do these things to help friends or just to be a better, yes. you know, whole empowered person. Yeah, I so think. Thank you so much for, for having me on your show. Yes, anytime. <laughs> do you have any upcoming events or anything that you? Um, private readings right okay. now and training and um, doing more of speaking engagements. I'll do psychic fairs in the local area. Okay. Um, but, you know, that's that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm training right, also been trained in doing public demonstrations of mediumship, wow. which is in front of groups of people, which is a different, it's a different ball game. It's like, yeah. okay, taking the pianist and then like, hey, now put the piano on the stage, yeah. fill the audience, now play the piano. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I play the piano, but now I've got all these nerves. Yeah. So it's a different technique. It's a different technique. And, and that, I have some friends who do that all around the world. And so that's something I maybe want to do. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun doing what I'm doing now without having to do it. But that's really taking yeah. it to the next level. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Thanks, Kevin. You're welcome. Thank you, indeed. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Please send all listener stories to info at bdumpodcast.com.